welcome listeners to this Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where I'm delighted to be inviting back Elaine Godley, the founder of the Perfect 10 Wellness Programme. And today Elaine is going to be talking to us around, are your goals worthy enough? Elaine? Hello. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Very good. Should we start again? Sorry about that. That's all right. That's no problem. Uh, it just, just proves the authenticity and the, um, you know, the reality of uh, when we're speaking live. So, uh, yeah, a very warm welcome to you, Elaine. Great. Thank you, Paul. That's the thing. When we're doing audio, we can't see. When we're doing uh, uh, Zooms on the um, video, we can see and anticipate who's going to be speaking, can't we, from our body language. But when we're just on audio, we have to... Actually, that's, that's another lesson, isn't it? When we're talking on the telephone to people... How do you anticipate what people are going to say and who's going to speak when? And you, you often hear people talking over each other on radio these days, which really annoys me because nobody can hear um, or achieve anything. But uh, there we go. We're all human. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think there's a little, as you say, uh, Elaine, there's a little mini lesson in that in terms of the art. And I think this has been lost um, generally. The art of, of listening, hasn't it? Because so many people are so... Kind of, they just want to get their piece out. They want to put their piece on the table, and you know, there's not those kind of natural pauses in our, um, you know, in in our dialogue these days. That's right, and that does actually lead into the topic we're talking about. Um, are are your goals worthy enough? Because when you, when people have a mindset where they've they've got an intention set that they're going to achieve something. Some people are so blinkered and so focused, they can't think of anything other than their goal. And as a result, they don't listen. They don't see what's out there. They're just going along head, you know, headlong into whatever it is that their, their intention has been set on. So some people would call it a goal. Some people would call it an intention. And um, as we often say, you know, we can get completely het up with all the words and the semantics of it. But basically, the goal that, you're, that you set needs to be something that's yours and not somebody else's i've met so many people over the years who are doing things because it's expected of them or if they didn't do such and such they'd be letting somebody down and, and so on so having having the, the the concept of a goal is great but it's really important to make sure it's your goal and it's it's your intention that's set not somebody else's Absolutely. And, uh, when I'm doing goal setting with clients or, you know, around the coaching and we use the smart, um, the smart approach, you know, the specific, the measurable, etc., etc. And when it comes to the R, um, Elaine, I kind of put a tweak. I mean, there's that many variations of smart as we know, but what I do with that is, is change that to responsibility because for me, I think with goals, the more that we can have that responsibility or that resource, call it what you will, of that being under our control, the easier or relatively easier it is to, to achieve that goal. Because I think if you get so many other people involved in achieving your goal, um, you know, it, it just becomes so much more pressurized then. So I, I try and sort of take the you know, the stress out of that. So, look, okay, what is it that you, is your goal totally controllable by you? Um, I really like the word controllable, but I'll, I'll use it for the time being to, you know, to, to, to get the message across. Um, because, and, and one of the examples I give on that, um, Elaine, is if somebody wants to become a driving instructor, for example, just a random example, and, okay, well, have you got a car? No. Um, have you got a driving license? No. 
Right, okay, so surely your first goal is to, is to pass your driving test. And then your second goal um, is, is to then pass your driving instructor's test. Now, you're massively in the hands of other people there on both counts. Um, the one that you can control is obviously saving the money to buy your car. But the other two, so I think that's a great example of sort of saying, okay, how simple can I make my goal? And I agree with you, Elaine. I think so many people get hung up about, you know, I'm so focused on it. And it's almost like a badge of honor to be able to, to describe, yeah, I'm totally committed to my goals. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Now, that's okay. But don't be too rigid about it because, you know, as life, as we know, life's got a very uncanny habit of throwing curveballs in. Absolutely. And I find that the more people you ask about things um, sometimes, the more confusing and um, diluted your original intention becomes because yeah. everybody has an opinion. I mean, we know that if, if you're in a room with 10 people, you'll probably get 15 different versions of what they think they, 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 that you said. So mm. um, it's really important to be clear in your own mind. And that comes really from the heart. Um, because if you, if whatever it is that you're after isn't you know deeply embedded in your heart it's something that's that's a real passion you're not going to achieve it at all you're not going to get anywhere near it so that's why it's important to have to be really clear and to be able to um take responsibility of course yes um, but also uh, going back to the smart mnemonic that you mentioned um which typically is specific measurable achievable realistic and timely and um, keeping it as simple as that because um so many people have a goal, you know, I, I want to I want to be a spaceman, you know. Well, I'm a woman, so I'm not going to be a spaceman, but um, you know, are really, really unrealistic um, and, and highly unlikely to be uh, achievable. However, you know, how many, how many stories do we hear of people who've grown up to be a spaceman or, you know, to do something that's remarkable that they, they, they really wanted to do when they were five years old? So these things do happen but in, the, in the general run of things um, I think we do need to keep our feet on the ground and uh, make sure that we that we have got something that's that's really ours but it also it doesn't need to be something that is you know a lifelong thing it could be something for that day it could be something even for the hour you know I'm going to do xyz and um, today or you know abc tomorrow it could be a goal for a month a week um, you know six months a year it doesn't have to be a lifelong goal but it needs to be something that if you get thrown a curveball, that you're still going to go back and to to um, uh, sort of knuckle under and get get back on with the goal, because if it's not worthy enough, then the slightest little hiccup, you're going to get thrown off track. You're not going to achieve it, and then you're going to consider yourself a failure, beat yourself up. Oh, I'm useless. I'm hopeless. And then the next time that you get an inkling to have a goal, oh, what's the point? You know. You, you, we can easily talk ourselves in and out of so many things and going back to the behavioral styles that we've spoken about in earlier podcasts that the the resilience that we have and um, stems from our uh, our latent behavioral strength so according to our different personality styles some of us will embrace goal setting some of us won't you know and that, that that's that's the simplicity of it so you mentioned um, about the space um, was it the spacing or the ship where you, you're going off? Uh, tell, tell us, remind us of that story, um, Paul, about the ship going off target a few degrees. 
Yeah, or an aeroplane, or yeah, um, usually a yeah a, a fast moving one that travels a big distance because it really then magnifies the uh, the need to try and get things right at source. And I uh, the one that you're referring to, Elaine, is say like a plane um, is, is is chartered to go to I don't know, say from the UK, say from uh, the UK to Spain. Doesn't matter where it is; it's it's arbitrary, but. What I say is, if at source, that plane is half a degree off course in the wrong direction, when it's travelled a mile, when it's travelled 100 miles, 1,000 miles, 10,000 miles, it's going to end up in a completely different destination to what its original intention was. And so, for me, that's a great way of sort of saying, okay, as much as you can from your level of awareness at that given moment in time when you're setting out from your journey, because as we've spoke about many, many times, Elaine, everything starts with awareness. You don't know what you don't know, and you can only do the best with what you do know. Experience may teach you that actually there's some big learning in that, and not only was you only half a degree off course, Actually, you was 180 degrees and you ended up in, um, I don't know, my geography is not where I probably shouldn't use this metaphor. <laughs> it's not what it should be. But you ended up in the West rather than the East, so to speak. Yeah, and, and that's also another another tale because um, you said you don't know what we you know you, you don't know what you don't know, and that's and that's so true. Um, it's it's great to be blinkered and go you know hell for leather for a goal, but then new information will be coming to you as, as you're progressing towards that goal and maybe you do need to go off a degree here and a degree there you may need to go on a zigzag line maybe it's not a straight line so you know again it's i'm almost contradicting myself here saying that um you know you, you've got to stick to it but then on the other hand um as you said when new information comes towards us we we may need to um <coughs> to, to adjust our opposition and that's fine and sometimes people will come to the realization actually that goal wasn't them anyway was it really their goal it was somebody else's mm -hmm. who i came to is over 20 years ago who is a, a canadian personal development guru he uses the analogy of going going up to space and and so you've got the rocket taking off and then you're going to towards the moon say if they were you know half a degree off course they'd end up on another planet and yeah. what happens a, a lot of the time is when we when we set our goals we're we're say we're standing on the ground and we're i don't know looking up to a star that's that's where, that's where we start and that's where we're aiming for great lovely whatever picture you have in your mind um but as we're as we're progressing upwards people who are on our level will who are on our current level of understanding and you know maybe friends family whoever it is colleagues at work and um, they'll be seeing us stretching towards our goal as people do that they often morph into um a different sort of type of mindset and as they're growing and learning as you know as we've all done that those of us who've been on the personal development journey so as you as you're growing and stretching your goals will also be growing and stretching and then other people around us see that they are potentially going to lose us because we're going off into a different direction. We're going on a different planet, you know, and um, that is something that also can get in the way of people achieving their goals. Other people, because people will say, well, who do you think you are? 
you know, you're getting a bit too big for your boots, aren't you? Somebody once uh, wrote about me, oh, just because she's read a book and been on a course doesn't think she, you know, who's she to, to, to tell me what to do? And that was a family member um, mm. who I've not spoken to for years. Um, but, you know, other people get in our way and other people who influence our goals. So it's so, so important to have, have something that is, um, you know, within our gift that we, as you say, to, can take responsibility for. But also when, when you do get the adversities along the way, because undoubtedly you, you will do, these curveballs come from every direction. Um, rather than, you know, get knocked off your feet, it's not the knocking off your feet, it's the getting up that's important and bouncing back, bounce back ability. And um, I was on a course yesterday up in Manchester and I was uh, with, a, with a group of lovely people and, and somebody mentioned the story of um, Ganesha, um, which is a, a Hindu god. And um, he's the one that's got a, a big tummy and the head of an elephant. Um, it's quite, quite widely worshipped in, in the Hindu religion. And Ganesha had before his, um, I think it was before his, I can't remember if he's had the elephant head on or not at this stage, but um, he had a, a pet rat called Cruncher. And uh, one day he was going along the road riding this giant pet rat. And uh, obviously this is mythology. We're not talking, uh, you know, real, real here. Um, he's going along the road and um, he'd eaten, Ganesha had eaten too many cakes. And um, a snake came along, startled the rat. Ganesha falls off the rat into the road. His stomach bursts open and all the, all the cakes um, tumble out of his tummy. So he gets up, puts the the cakes back in his tummy, he uses the snake that was the, the thing that caused the, this adverse uh, situation and tied the snake round his waist to keep the cakes in his tummy, gets on the rat and off he goes again. <laughs> <laughs> Completely bizarre story that I'd never heard before. But I thought, how, how fabulous is that? You know, if something causes you a problem and you use that thing to then propel you forward. I thought that was, that was fantastic. So I had to share that. Yeah, I mean, there's a great message in that. I think on a more personal note, Elaine, I'm going to encourage you to start writing children's books. <laughs> <laughs> that was somebody else's story. That's not mine. And it, it's, it's, it's widely out there. Apparently, it's something that the, the, the Hindu um, uh, religion, they, they, they frequently, if you look it up on uh, Wikipedia and, and inter, you know, the internet, I'm sure it must be on there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, you know, it's interesting around the, the whole sort of concept of goal setting. Um, and I suppose um, from, from a mentoring point of view, um, there's a bit of a paradox here in terms of the, the guidance I give, give to, to my clients, Elaine, in as much that as much as you're focused and committed to your goal, actually learn to let it go. And people, well, hang on, Paul, what, you, now you're telling me to be focused. Now you're telling me I'm confused. And I, then I use the analogy, because I think travel's a great analogy, um, you know, in the metaphor of going on a journey. And it's, um, okay, so what we decide to do, um, you want to go on a journey of discovery. Um, my role is to, is to guide, to help, to support you. It's your journey. It's your car. You've got the keys, you're in control of it. I'm here to support. And so I often use the, uh, the more local example of say, okay, you want to go to Scotland. You've told me you want to go to Scotland. Okay, and then I'll dig down a bit more on that. Whereabouts in Scotland? Um, well, I don't know. Um, 
say, um, uh, Princess Street in, in Edinburgh. Hmm, okay. Uh, and I'll ask them why. Um, do you know the postcode? Yeah, I know the postcode. So they give me the postcode. Do you know exactly the number of the, the yeah, I know that. Okay, right. Do you know the room in the building? Yeah, I do. Okay. So we're talking about the kitchen at 34 Princess Street, hypothetically. Um, and that's where you want to go, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right. What we do then, Elaine, is we go on this voyage because what I say is that as we travel up north, things might happen. For example, the A1 might be subject to severe roadblocks. So why instead don't we set a goal of going up north on a voyage of discovery? Because to say that we're going to go to a specific, and I know people do set goals around this and achieve, as you've already alluded to, but I also know the counter side of that, Elaine, that the, the stress and the strain and, and you know, um, that, that word that's used regularly now, that mental health implication of I've got to achieve, you know, that peer pressure, that, that self pressure. And so for me, how I approach that is I merely reframe it and say, we are going on a journey of discovery up north uh, and there may be or may not be twists and turns. Um, and that's life's way of throwing curveballs. But so long as we're going up north and progressing, enjoy the journey. Because I think too many of us, Elaine, over the years, certainly myself, you know, have achieved things. Um, but have I enjoyed that journey? No, I needed that external validation of these fancy pieces of paper from university and, and doing this and doing that. So they were very, very big goals that were achieved. But the missing point and the most important point is actually enjoy the learning and the voyage of discovery. That's critical as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely it is. And, and I wrote this down before, literally just before you said the words, enjoy the journey. Mm. Um, I have been fortunate that I have enjoyed my journey um, all through my life. There's things that I would sooner have not happened. However, they've... they've um, uh, sort of made me the person I am today but generally speaking I have had a very good a very good life and I have enjoyed the journey I've had great successes I've done some pretty dumb things as well that have got me into trouble um, but um, I've, I've found as I've got older Paul that the less I do the more I achieve it's um, something you said previously in, in another podcast I think if when we stop striving we start arriving yes. and yeah. that's exactly where I am now I'm in, in my early 60s and literally, the less I do, I'm, I'm, I'm busier now. And most of what I do is, is voluntary, um, which I'm changing later, late, you know, later on this year. I have a goal later on this year to, to, to correct that because my balance is out of kilter. I, I teach about living life in balance and I, I'm very much walking my talk. I'm, I'm, I'm out of kilter on, on a couple of areas. So, um, but I'm finding that, that literally... When I've stopped striving, I, I, I'm, I've got to the point now where I don't have to prove myself to anybody. And mm. um, you know, I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt, had all the all the silver trinkets, you know, all the all the fancy lifestyle, houses, cars, you know, you name it, um, and things that I've done have been absolutely fabulous. I've been to you know situations where people would only dream of, and I've really, really enjoyed the journey. But I don't. I'm not the same person as I was when I was in my early 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever. I don't have to achieve all these things. I've done them. So I find that as we go through life, the, the why is, is, well, I think it's 
it should be instilled on us why we have a goal in the first place but of course um with peer pressure and 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 uh, the way the fast-paced life we have at the moment gets gets um gets a lot of blame for this and we're not taught the why we just oh yes i want to do this xyz you know kids who want to be film stars and, and so on and so forth um but but simon sinek um s-i-n-e-k has a very good book and it's called start with why and um he has a ted talk um, which i must watch again i watched it ages ago a very good ted talk that um explains this if you don't know why you know why are you setting the goal you know, and, and keep on asking yourself why, 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 till it's so obvious and it's so crystal clear why you have that goal. So today, my goals for today are totally different to my goals yesterday and, and, and tomorrow. So on a short-term basis, my goals are changing sometimes by the hour. Um, but on a long-term basis, I know my goals now, but it's not goals, as we've said before, it's, it, it's more of an intention. My intention is to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, and I will enjoy the journey along the way as I have done all my life. I live in um, Nottingham and also in North Wiltshire on the edge of the beautiful Cotswold in the UK. And um, when I travel between the two, I usually go down the Foss Way, which is a very old ancient Roman road. And it goes through beautiful Cotswold villages that people come to for holidays so as I do this journey I, I, I could choose to go down the motorway route or round round the motorway route which is further mileage but faster um, or I choose to go down the Foss Way and I always make time <clears throat> excuse me it's very rare that I take the motorway route um, I make time to enjoy myself I make time for the journey I, I, I stop I am that tourist you know I, I'll stop and have a have a um, an afternoon tea or a, or a, or a coffee or a, or a um, walk along the river or you know stop at a farm shop that is my that's my way of traveling that's my way of being why would I be dashing from one place to another people see me doing a lot of driving I just love driving you know the countryside the beautiful sights we've got in this country is absolutely gorgeous and I take it all in and I'm grateful every day um, I just love my life and my goals my intentions change as, as I change and I, I get new information so uh, long live me <laughs> absolutely and 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 it's interesting what you say there Elaine about sort of taking the more scenic route because over the last 12 months that's ab absolutely something I've started doing it's like the concept of time um, well you know why do you need it says if you google that you can get from I don't know um, say Nottingham to, to to Peterborough for example uh, and I can't even remember what the time is, but say it's an hour and 15 or an hour and, and, and 30 minutes, for example. I think it is actually about an hour and a half. But by having an extra half an hour, you can take all that stress out uh, and go in the back country roads. And that's what I've started doing now. And it's like my mind, you know, when, so when I get to Peterborough or whatever it is, I'm going for a meeting, I'm just so relaxed and it's like, I'm really looking forward to it rather than, okay, well, let's go down the A1 or let's go down the motorway and I've got 90, you know, I've got 89 minutes and 30 seconds and, oh, by the way, there's a bit of a traffic jam on the A52, so the pressure's on and your mind's just scrambled before you even get there. Exactly, and imagine the, the impact that has on your health. Your blood pressure goes up, the stress level goes up, stress causes inflammation, infl inflation, cause, infl inflation, inflammation causes disease and illness. So, you know, it's a vicious circle. So basically, you know, take time, smell the roses, look around, 
enjoy take everything in be grateful and humble and just enjoy every second which is what i do i just just love it and i think that is a very very positive and practical way um elaine you know and i think that you know it's worth sort of uh, reinforcing that you know these these insights are based on you know many years experience they're not some nice fancy fluffy theory that oh that that'd be a great way to live um but they're so easy to do aren't they and and you know and so practical so uh, i think that's a great way to uh, to bring to an end uh, elaine are your goals worthy enough unless there's anything else you'd like to add I could I could go on Paul but I think we've come to a natural end now if I go on I'm going to go off at a tangent so uh, <laughs> and maybe that will be another a topic for another podcast it's always a delight to speak with you Paul thank you Elaine likewise so there we have it listeners hope that's been useful and um, until the next time um, set your intentions around your goals take care <laughs>